Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy, W-I-Z-E, and today's show is sponsored by Bergen Basin Realty. If you're looking to sell anywhere in the New York City area, definitely check them out. Bergen Basin Realty has been providing professional real estate services in the Brooklyn area for over 40 years. They have an impeccable reputation built on honesty, integrity, and service. Bergen Basin Realty's influences stretches far beyond Bergen Beach. Their comprehensive network of referral systems, professional affiliations, and solid internet marketing strategies consistently drive traffic to all their listings. So check out their website at www.bergenbasin.com. Give them a call at 718-763-4110 or send them an email at bergenbasin at AOL.com and let them know that your boy Y sent you. Peace out. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E, and I have a very special guest on. He's an international best-selling author, an app designer, an entrepreneur, and trainer. Welcome to the show, Robert Riopel. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Hey, glad to be here, Wise. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm out in nature, enjoying life, and still being able to connect with amazing people like you. So how can I be any better? This is a, this is a first. Someone is actually... On a camping trip, recording a podcast with me. This this is the first time I'm going to have fun with this. This is this is cool. This is why I love podcasting because you never know. Like uh, in December, I went to Puerto Rico, and I actually recorded from my family's home in Puerto Rico, and you could hear the coquille in the background, and every, and it was a different experience. So it it was cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> The, the the only wildlife you might hear um, around me is an ATV or a side by side going by as people are <laughs> boogieing around. That might be it. Or we get the I've, I've seen a deer already this morning and a moose. So you know we might get that as well. But they're kind of quiet when they come by. Okay. All right. Where you at? Where you located at? I, I in central Alberta in Canada. Oh, okay. Oh yes. I enjoy, enjoy. I'm in, I'm in Pennsylvania, so I'm in up in the mountains of Pennsylvania. So I see a, I see deer here and there, but Alberta, Canada—that's a long way. <laughs> and beautiful, wide open spaces, especially during this time of our interesting world. So <laughs> it's, it's a very interesting world. All right, so I got a couple of questions. Um, why do people get overwhelmed and what can they do to overcome it? Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've discovered in traveling around the world and being blessed to help, you know, a lot of people understand their mindset is, and I'll kind of put it to you like this wise, have you ever had a big dream or a goal or something you really wanted to accomplish? Have you ever had anything like that? Oh yeah. I got my, I got my goals board right in front of me. I, I make sure I set my goals regularly. Nice. And one of the reasons that people start to get overwhelmed is they set these intentions, they set these goals, maybe do a vision board or a dream board. 
And instantly their mind goes from where they are in the present to a thousand steps ahead of themselves. Cause they're like, how am I going to get there? What do I got to do? What is it going to look like? What kind of time frame? And they start putting all this pressure on themselves, thinking that they have to figure out every single step of the way. And I see you shaking your head. So you must be able to relate to this in some form. Am I correct? Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. With, for me, it was, it was crazy because, I had I had been I had been wanting to do a podcast and I was my I was my biggest enemy. I was like I made up excuses. I sound horrible. Who would listen to me? Oh, my, I hate the sound of my voice. I was my I was just just beating myself up for every reason not to start the podcast until I finally said, you know what? Kicked it. I was like kicked the door in and just here I am and. Once I once I recorded the first five minutes, after that it was just like every, I couldn't, I couldn't stop recording. I've been recording for over a year, and I have over a hundred oh, interviews. Nice. So it's been it's just been it's just been it's just been awesome. <laughs> well, see, you just hit the critical key right there. See, I love the quote that says, "One step in the right direction is worth a thousand years of thinking about it," and that's what paralyzes most people. Why they get overwhelmed is they think, now get this, they believe they actually have control over every little thing of how they're going to do it. And that's why they get overwhelmed. And especially... All right, just a little bit technical difficulty at the moment, but we'll get right back. So um, I've just launched the internet radio station. Real Wise Radio is out there right now at the moment. And let's see what else is going on with me. I will be editing a lot of this out. <laughs> but I just got to keep talking, keep talking. Hopefully Robert will get back to us soon, shortly. Because this seems like this was going to be a good one. Let's see if I can fix it on my end. Off the screen. Yeah, it it we had a little bit of technical difficulties. It was spiraling, but I'll edit all that out. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Did it cut me out, or do I need to repeat? What would you? Like um, to I don't. I yeah, I lost you. I, I, you started talking, and I just lost you. I was like, ah. And it was going to be something good, I'm sure of it. Then I don't even remember what it was. Especially <laughs> if it was good. You know what? Let's just keep talking. It's all good. <laughs> well, see, and that's that's a cool thing. Is this is real world, right? That's a perfect example of we're doing a podcast recording and and everything. We hope to go well. And if a person is too focused on it, has to be perfect. Something like that would have just knocked them right off. Yeah, no, nah, they would have like, why am I doing this? I know things happen. I'm not going to get upset. I'm just going to have fun with it. I can edit it out. This is why it's pre-recorded. I can always edit it out. We can always talk about something. So I'm, I'm cool. Sometimes I, I leave it in I just did. to, sometimes I leave it in just to show that, and listen, I'm, this is authentic. I'm not perfect. Things happen. Hey, here I am. And that would be my recommendation. I would recommend actually keeping that in because that goes right to the point of what I was talking about is we set our path and we get stressed out when one little thing goes wrong. But if we come back to the present and we just say, hey, what's one thing I can do right now? Little things going wrong won't set us off. 
will understand that, okay, that was just, okay, course correction. I, I'm going to just adjust and I'm going to keep going. But the moment we allow ourselves to be stopped because we get that overwhelmed, now our mind takes over and makes it even a bigger issue than what it was. So again, it's about taking that deep breath in, coming back to the present and saying, what is one step I can take right now, right here to move in the direction I want? And then when you take that step, check in with yourself. How am I doing? I'm doing okay. Okay, great. What's one more step I can take? And then take that one step. There's a reason they say that success comes one step at a time because that's so true. And to overcome the overwhelm, practice being more present. And also mix into that. And I'm going to go back to your story wise, where you said, you know, you're saying, I hate the sound of my voice. I can totally relate because as a speaker and a trainer, I've been blessed to travel all over the world, but I hate listening to my recordings because I get more critical on myself than anybody else ever could be. And so this another secret for people when they're getting overwhelmed is to be more gentle with yourself. Be like, think about if you had a, an amazing friend that was going through a rough time, how would you support them? What would you say to them to help them feel better, to let them know that it's going to be okay and that they, they, they can take another step? And think of how you'd coach them and then turn it in on yourself. Become so, your own greatest coach with that self-talk. Oh, yeah. No, I actually, that's something I'm, I'm really, I'm very high on is talking very well to yourself. Like, you have to speak so, you yeah. have to, it's, it's, words are powerful, so... You have to speak to yourself very gentle. <laughs> you have to say some very nice things to yourself to really boost yourself up. And and it's the self-talk. Like, because there's things sometimes people say, oh, I'm stupid. Or, I'm this. Or, I'm that. And it just keeps, and they just keep repeating it and they keep repeating it to themselves. I'm never going to understand something. Or, no, you really need to really yeah. sp- watch the words you say to yourself. And that's, I'm very happy. I'm very key on really yeah. watching how I speak to myself and what I say to myself because nice. it's, it's very important. Yeah, because words do have power, and, and you hit it right on the head. And this is why it's also important then to surround, you know, because there's a saying that says, if you had a best friend that treated you the way you treat yourself, they wouldn't be your friend for very long. But yet we take it from ourselves. We accept it from ourselves. And so the key is that I've found is surround yourself not with like-minded people, but growth-minded people. And the growth-minded people, the difference between the like-minded and growth-minded, and I didn't learn this until a year ago, a mentor of mine gave me a whole paradigm shift when he explained this, and I went, wow, that's brilliant. See, a like-minded person, let's say you and I, wise, we were wanting to go to the mall, so we walk down to the bus stop, and there's three other people there at the bus stop waiting for the bus. Well, in that moment, all five of us are like-minded because we all are waiting for the bus to go to the mall. And when that bus arrives, the only place it's gonna take us is to the mall, that's it. So it's not, you know, when you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, that means if everybody's complaining, that's what your reality is gonna be. If everybody's playing the victim or they're not sure why is this happening to me, that you're not gonna go anywhere. But if you surround yourself with growth-minded people, he said, these are the people that are willing to have the hard conversations with you. like maybe being there to support you when you're feeling low, but also there to kick you in the butt when you're playing small and saying, look, step up. You're greater than this. And, you know, with those powerful words, 
everybody, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the most famous, amazing, phenomenal person in the world. Everybody has negative self-talk. And look at what champion athletes do, champion business people. They have people on their teams to remind them that they've got it. Um, I'm trying to remember the boxer. Years ago, I watched a documentary. And I want to say it was Sugar Ray, but I'm not positive on it. But one of the people in his entourage, especially getting ready for a fight, leading up to his training and getting ready, he's doing his road work, he's doing his bag work. One of his entourage, their sole purpose was to stand there beside him all day long saying, you're the champ, you're the champ. No one's better than you, you're the champ. You're amazing. And up to 10,000 times a day, he was repeating that to him. And you'd think that, okay, he knows he's already a champ, but we all go through self-doubt. We all can slide back. And so it's great to have people there to remind us and, and not to build an ego, but to get confidence. See, I love to help people have confidence, not arrogance, because I believe the greatest gift anybody can give this planet is to be authentic, to be you and show up in all your greatness. Because then you have a, you're sharing your gift fully. And I, I hope that makes sense. Oh, no, it, it makes plenty of sense because I, when, it, when, I, when I first started my podcast, I started it with um, feeding off the news and, and feeding off the negativity at work and everything. And I just wasn't enjoying myself. And it wasn't until I really switched my platform and switched it to me sitting down and having conversation with people and putting out positive energy and putting out positive content and having entrepreneurs on, having authors, having celebrities on, but just speaking on positivity, just focusing on, hey, some of these people are regular people. They went through struggles and they talk about overcoming their struggles. Maybe someone who's listening might have needed that episode at that time. So for me, when I just switched it and, and had it more as far as me just putting out positive content, I really, I really started enjoying it more and the podcast started growing. It's amazing how that happens. And that's exactly it because you are what you think about. You are what you speak. And yeah, that's why I'm personally, I don't listen to the news because research has proven one minute of a negative energy impact, like a bad story or whatever, one minute just to neutralize it not even to um, overcome it, but to neutralize it, it takes five times or five minutes of positive supportive energy just to neutralize the one minute. And then now you have to build on after that. So no wonder, you know, people, that's why like CNN, I believe it stands for constantly negative news because that's what sells. And like uh, my dad's a perfect example. He'll listen to every news broadcast a day. He's, and he's old school where it's got to sit down in front of his TV at the time the news is on. He, he won't um, do, he doesn't do computers, any of that. But it, it, the radio's on when the radio news is going to come on. The TV's on when he knows he's going to hit the 5 o'clock, then the 6 o'clock national, then the 10 and 11. And, and he's just ingrained in the news. And he has, you know, he, he has a rough time and wonders why he struggles. And it's like, Dad, it's because you listen to news. But I need to know what's going on. And so I then have to learn to love him for who he is because I'm not going to change him. He's 84 <laughs> years old. You know, <laughs> I just love him for who he is. 
<laughs> but but interesting wise, anytime I get on a call with them, I know the first five minutes is going to be about everything that's going wrong in the world. And I just have to say, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then after the five minutes, now we can get into a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't like my wife should sit down and watch the weather in the morning to see the weather. And, and that's about it. But I really don't watch the news anymore. And, and it's it's because it's just so much nonsense and negativity. And like I said, I just want to focus on putting out positive content, something that people will actually Absolutely. enjoy. Yeah. And that's why I'm loving doing podcast interviews because then it's like, how can I help people? What can I, you know, is it sh- sharing my story, sharing my experience from traveling around the world? What can I do to help uplift people and let them realize just how amazing, amazing they are when they give themselves permission to be? It's, it's funny because I really didn't have a category for my podcast. I didn't, I didn't think of what it was until a couple of my peers nominated me for for a pot um, for an award, and it was for for self uh, self help and, and and discovery and everything. And I and I didn't really think about it that way. I didn't really think about my podcast nice. in that format. But when I really did sit down and think about it, it was like, okay, maybe I am a self help podcast. So I've been focusing on more bringing more people like yourself more um just just people to to share that's that are willing to share knowledge that one of my listeners might just actually enjoy or just might need to hear that content at that moment yeah and congratulations on that that's awesome i love it i love it it it, it was shocking to me like and this is this was voted on by my peers, like fellow podcasters that actually listen to my podcast. Is like, hey, you're pretty good, and so, and I've only been doing it for a year, so I'm just. Once I realized that this is what I wanted to do, I started invent investing in myself. I bought a a, a pretty right. decent mic. Uh, I knew that I was podcasting was what I wanted to do. I invested in the Roadcaster Pro, which is. Everything a podcaster needs. I can play my intro, my outro. I can play little funny noises if that's what I wanted to do. And I can play a clip of, of maybe someone, maybe a guest who they gave a speech and, and and I just wanted to play a little clip and just so many different things. But it was me wanting to improve and give the people that are actually listening to me better content. I just wanted to show them that, Hey, you're listening to me. So I feel that I need to improve. And by me getting better equipment and really sitting down and practicing and, and, and learning how to do different things. I've taken, I'm taking courses on, on acting on, and, 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 and doing like comedy things. And it's just so many different things for me to help. So just so I can start feeling comfortable and doing other things. <laughs> see and and you've hit on a couple key things for people that are in overwhelm see one you started and people think that when they learn something new their mind goes well i've got to be perfect at it i've got to know exactly how to do it i've got to be the best because i just learned it and i one of my favorite quotes from one of my mentors is this he says every master was once a disaster 
And you've got to be willing to go through the disaster stage. And look what you described. You said, I started following the news and doing it on that. And I realized that was terrible. That was bringing my energy down. So I started to adjust. That's how you get better. And then you started saying, I'm going to invest in myself. See, that's how you get better. I'm going to start bringing on the equipment. That's how you get better. And a lot of people think, no, I have to have everything perfect before I even begin. And ladies and gentlemen, here are words. If you listen or if you wait to be perfect before you begin, you're never going to start. Be willing to go through the rough disaster stages. Make adjustments. Learn. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we go through this again. I still see you there. Oh, man, we're going through technical difficulties once again. But, again, uh, check us out on Real Wise Radio at uh, www.realwiseradio.com. Um, what else are we doing? Uh, check out our uh, YouTube channel, Real Wise TV. And let's when see. you give up. Oh, see, again, we had a little technical difficulty. <laughs> but... It was good because while we was having technical difficulties, I started plugging the um, the internet radio station we just launched. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it just keep moving forward and 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 keep learning because that's the key. You know, I, I love when we talk about overwhelm. One of the things I love to teach people as I'm traveling around the world is what I call the four phases of life. Because people don't realize, and, and I'll again ask it to you this way, because uh, you are an everyday person just like me. I, I don't want people to think we're any different, we're any better, we're not. You know, we are just everyday people that have the same crap going on in our head. We're learning and making some steps. Is it possible we know something you don't? Sure, but I guarantee you, your listeners know stuff we don't know. So why does that make us any better or any worse? We're not, we're, we're all the same. and have you ever noticed why that things can be going great for you? And all of a sudden, sometimes it seems like a roadblock was thrown up in front of you. Have you ever had that? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's called chaos. And what happens and another reason people get overwhelmed is something chaotic comes into their life and they're like, they resist it. They struggle. Why me? What's going on? And what I love to teach people is that chaos is actually natural. See, we're meant as human beings to evolve and chaos comes in to allow us to evolve. And so from studies that a friend of mine um, has done, amazing gentleman, I call him the quantum monk because not only did he spend 15 years or sorry, eight years as a monk over 15,000 hours of meditation, but he also studies quantum physics. So he can tell you all about spirituality and back it up with the science. And he, he came up with this concept it wasn't his passion. It just came as part of the research he was doing on um, his passionate area. And I'm like, Greg, this information needs to get out to the world. Can I get it out there? And he's like, absolutely. So I spent hours on zoom with him, interviewing, going deeper. And I put my own twist on it and he's blown away with how deep I've taken it. And we've, we've been putting it to the test, proving it and showing this is what people go through. There's, I use the acronym to keep it easy. I use the acronym open. So almost like that wall goes up in front of you, being able to say open sesame. So it takes the wall away and you can go through it. And the first phase is called the observation phase. And in this phase, 
this is like you mentioned, you've got your goals right in front of you. You look at them, you're adding to them. You're always seeing them. So the observation phase, this is where you are a human creating what you want in your life. You're dreaming, you're visualizing, you're meditating, you're creating vision boards. You're writing your goals down. Anything and everything is possible. You're not trying to figure out how you're going to do it. This is just a creation phase. What would I love to have in my life? And then you go into the P, which stands for the pamper phase. And one of the things I've noticed wise in my, my studies is that entrepreneurs especially, they tend to forget this phase or not do it. And this is how they end up sabotaging their success. The pamper phase is where you take care of you. It means maybe when you're in that phase, you go on a vacation or you plan a vacation if you can't go on one. Maybe you go for a massage, you go for a manicure, a pedicure, you read a book, you listen to some music you like. It's your time. It's because what people don't realize, when we get busy, if we're not taking care of ourselves, how can we expect to be able to assist anybody else? Right? And we get more overwhelmed. And so when I was traveling around the world, uh, you know, pre-COVID, I was flying on average 200,000 miles a year around the world. And people go, well, Robert, why are you willing to hop on a plane for 10, 14, 16 hours at a time? And one is I love teaching people in all cultures. But two, when I step on that plane and I sit in my seat, that's my time. That's my pamper time. I don't connect to Wi-Fi. I don't do work. I read because I love to read. I watch movies because I love movies. I eat good food and I drink good wine. I love to take care of me because I know when I land it, for three to five days, I'm going to be on stage for up to 12 hours a day for anywhere from 100 to 6,000 students at a time. And I'm going to be giving, giving, giving. So if I'm not taking care of me, I'm not going to be able to take care of them. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Me, myself, I just came back from a vacation because and when I was on vacation, I didn't do any podcasting. I didn't. I was I was barely on social media. It was me going on vacation and just disconnecting and finding my yep. space, finding my time, and and it felt good. It, it was just me having fun, being a tourist, just going out and doing things. And now I'm back, and I have all this energy, and I'm renewed, and I'm ready to go yes. back and start recording again, and. Cause I was, I was getting a little burnt out. I was getting a little burnt out. Yeah. And so I needed this vacation. I needed to get away and I needed to disconnect. And now that I'm back, I'm like, all right, it's time to go. It's time for me to go grinding again. See, and you've just entered the next phase, which is the E, which is the energy phase in the energy phase. This is the time to get stuff done. When I'm in an energy phase, like I said, I can be on stage for 12 hours a day up to three to five days in a row. But I, because I take care of myself in the pamper phase, when it's go time, I can grind. I can pull it in, pull out an 18-hour day. And sure, I'm tired, but I'm not, I'm not wasted. I'm not frazzled. I'm not taking five days to recover. I am in that zone, and that's the energy phase. In the energy phase, now, one of the differences, though, too, because a lot of people get good at being busy, but they're not productive. And ladies and gentlemen, there's a huge difference between being busy and being productive. And most people have become experts at being just busy. 
and they wonder why they're so tired. I don't have time to do anything else. So when you look at what a person does in eight hours of being busy with all the distractions, when I do it, say two hours of focus time, I can be more productive and get more done in two hours of scheduled. Here's the key scheduled focus time. I'm more productive than someone in eight or more hours of busy time. And so it frees up time for you when, so when you're in the energy phase, be productive and you just get, you get stuff done. So that's why the pamper phase is so important. And then the final phase is called the unclutter. So I needed an N and it's not the first letter of it, but for the word open, the N is the second, but it's unclutter. Another name for unclutter is pamper. All right, sorry, uh, uh, chaos. So when chaos comes into your life, the reason I call it unclutter is because this is the time where you courageously, courageously destroy something that has not been working. Meaning, when you enter the chaos phase, it may be time to destroy a personal or business relationship that hasn't been working. And because until you, some people, you know, look, some relationships, are worth fighting for and you give it all, you don't walk away. But some relationships are just poison and some people hang on too long to them, unfortunately. And so that's why I say you courageously destroy something. But the way you cooperate with nature in the unclutter, and this is why I call it that, is you can actually see the universe, God, whatever you go by for a higher power. If you notice, it's the one that gives you the lessons in the chaos. And if you're not getting the lesson, it hits you harder and harder until you finally get the lesson. And so when you volunteer to unclutter your life, it could be as simple as you walk to the refrigerator, you open it up and you go, you know, maybe there's some food in here that needs to go. It's time to clean out the refrigerator. You're volunteering to unclutter. I do this with my office every couple of weeks because it gets messy. I unclutter it. I'm showing I'm volunteering to be cooperating instead of resisting. So then also when the lessons do come, they don't come as intense, if that makes sense. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that a person can destroy in the unclutter phase is they can destroy a non-supportive belief that's been holding them back. Because how many of us are sitting there and someone will say, well, why don't you do it this way? It won't work. Why not? I've tried it before. Hmm. That really? belief just kept you from trying again. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and this is where, here's how we put it. When you're going through, because if you embrace chaos and the unclutter phase, you'll end up going right into the, back into the observation phase. And it keeps going around in a nice perpetual cycle. And I love what my friend said, and, and it's so true. He said, instead of being willing to live life fully, courageously allow life to live you. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you think you have control, you are insane. <laughs> so if you think you're going to control life, you think you're going to control how things go, that's one of the reasons you're overwhelmed. But if you say, I can courageously allow life to live me, which means you're now in the mindset to go with the flow, and it puts you into curiosity. Instead of saying, why did this happen to me? You know, or like, why did this happen to me? It's like, okay, why did this? happen. And now you're in the curiosity mode, which allows you to then be more creative to see what the lesson is. And sometimes the lesson won't come for years. And why you've probably had this happen where often something goes on and you go, that's why that happened all those years ago. 
Now I see, now I get it. Right. Yeah. And that's the key to it. Yeah. And so those are the four phases of life that people are always going through. (laughs) And, and a lot of it, I've actually kind of within the last year, I've kind of done them all like in a way, just been observing everything that's been around them. And then, actually doing everything that I'm supposed to like really going after it then, but then pampering myself, like really enjoying the fruits of my labor and able to like take some time and, and then wine. Like I said, I needed that break cause I was burning out. Yeah. And, yep. and once I got that break and I didn't, like I said, I didn't do anything that had to do with podcasting. I didn't do anything that had to do with creating content it was just me having fun and enjoying myself and didn't have to work and didn't have a care in my world. I was on vacation. I, so now when I'm back <laughs> nice. and now I'm back and it's just, I have all this energy. I've been creating uh promos for the radio station, been doing other things, creating promos for other things, for other projects that I'm doing. But I, it's just now I'm re- I'm back. I'm recharged. And it, it was that break. I needed it. It was something I really needed. And of course, the the chaos, the, the clutter. I, I'm, yeah, I'm my my my, uh, my bag. I have to uh, break up my suitcase because it's still. I got back last week and it's still in the living room. I have to get that done. And and there's some things we we're tr- we're trying to get the the garage organized. So eventually, I'm gonna move my studio into the garage but we we're in the process of decluttering the house and getting a lot of things in order, but it's something we re- right. we are realizing that we need to get done. Yeah. And now look, we, we talked about words have power and one, I don't even know if you realize it, but you just ended up putting some stress on yourself and you just psychologically subconsciously um, put pressure on yourself because you said we need to do this. And that word need ends up coming in with so much um, heavy weight to it, right? But yet that's our vocabulary. And so by taking in and saying, you know what, instead of I need to do this, I'm going to choose to unclutter, to allow us to have space to create even more greatness. Now it comes in with a whole different energy because it's a choice, not a need. It's a choice, not I have to. It's a choice, not I should do it. You know, and, and, and I love what my Zen teacher said. That's the second time this week. No, that's the second time this week that I've someone is. <laughs> they haven't corrected me, but they've said, "Hey, use this." Like, I I, I use uh, selfish, and the guy and the person I was talking to was like, "Why are you selfish? Why? Because that's self love. You're, you're some. Maybe you might want to rephrase that. Maybe you might not want to say that you're being selfish. Maybe you're being just loving yourself a little bit more than than you. So it, it's just yeah. it's just things." <laughs> and and, I've, and, 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 and 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 people, some people are like, oh, how can you, they say that? No, I I take it like, okay, yeah, you're absolutely. I'm like, you're absolutely right. I shouldn't say self selfish. I should say more self love and more. So it, it it's just little things like that. I appreciate when I appreciate that. Well, and little adjustments make the biggest difference in the world. And uh, another one of my amazing friends, I love what he says. He said people look at someone and go, oh, they're just so self-centered. And he said, is it possible that they're actually centered in themselves, that they're aware of who they are, they're willing to step into the greatness and live it, and maybe you can't, it doesn't rub you the right way, 
but does that mean they should change themselves to meet your perspective? So that means your perspective of them is more important than their own perspective. So when he says it's about being centered in yourself and being confident, and that's the difference where when I, when I can um, see someone and help them go from being a people pleaser to being self-confident and here's who I am, knowing that I can only be me and either you're going to like me or you're not. And if you like me, that's awesome. If you don't, that's awesome because there's over 8 million people on this planet. You're not going to get everybody to like you, but how much energy do we waste trying to get people who want us to be something else? We try to change ourselves so that they like us. Oh my. And I'm, I was a world-class world-class people pleaser wise world-class. And especially if I liked you, I became like that little puppy dog. I'd be like, Oh, like me, like me, please. Oh. And I'm crashing my computer. I'm getting so excited. You know? <laughs> and, and that would usually piss the person off more because I was trying too hard to please them. The moment I started saying, hey, this is me. This is all I can be. And this is what I want to be. I have no choice and no power over what you believe or not of who I should be. So I'm just going to be me. The moment I did that, my life changed. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it, it took me some time to realize that, like, hey, that person is the way they are because that's them. I, I should, I, I, yeah. I, I've come to realize that. Listen, I'm in no place to judge anyone. And, nope. and when you stop doing that, when you when you, you stop doing that, and you just focus on yourself and what you can do for yourself, it's so much greater. It is, and it's fun. It's fun because now I get to watch. I, I love people watching and I, when I do it with no judgment, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Cause then my mind goes on a journey of, I wonder you know, why they do things that way. Or I wonder what's led them to speak that way. And I do it with no judgment because who am I to say how they should or should not be? That's none of my business. They're themselves. Yeah. And if they're being authentic, that's the best part, right? But it, it, it's but some people can't accept when you're being your authentic self. They they can't they don't see it. They 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 think you're putting on a show when yeah. you're truly not, because they don't want to see it that way. They want to see you as a person that they see you as. But no, I, yes. when I do my podcast, I'm myself. I have a good time. I have great conversation with people. It's just me talking. And sometimes yep. I, I really have a great conversation with people and I enjoy it even more because just because <laughs> it's crazy. You would think that some of the people I, you, you would look at us side by side and you would think we have nothing in common. And then we start talking and they're like, wow, you you know this? And I'm like, yeah. And then, and it just builds and it just goes from there. Cause I like, yeah. I'm a big, you talk about, um, uh, what was it? Uh, your friend who was uh, spiritual, and he and he did the science part as well. Oh, my my quantum, yeah, my quantum, quantum physics, moment, quantum physics, quantum yes, quantum physics. Yes. Well, I'm a big I, I'm a big secrets guy. Um, and it, and it's and it involves that. And one of my favorite uh, documentaries is uh, what the bleep do we know? And it has to do a lot with uh, right? with quantum physics, and I love that and just the way yeah. that was yeah. presented. And I recommend that to anybody. If you really want to watch something, watch what the bleep do we know? <laughs> and you will sit there and you'll be like, wow. Yeah. 
It, it gets your mind going. It absolutely does. And, and when you realize that everybody's on their own journey, everybody's on their own journey. And so it's their journey. It's not yours. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But, oh, man, you know, I know we could talk for hours. I, I know we could. And, oh, man. <laughs> but no, listen, I would, I would love to just. Oh, listen, listen. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually, like I said, I just launched our radio. We just launched our radio station this past Father's Day here in, in the States. And I'm going to launch a radio show. I'm going to do my own radio show. So once I get that going, I would love to definitely have you back on then. Oh, anytime. I love, I'm having a great time having a conversation with you. <laughs> but now it's time for you to plug away and let everybody know where they can find you at. Yeah, you know, the easiest way, if they go to robertreopel.com, and because uh, I have a gift uh, if you're open to it, um, I have a best-selling book, an international best-selling book called Success Left a Clue. And, and I'm writing my new book, so what I've decided to do is I want my other book out in as many hands as we can. And since you had me on your podcast, I'd love for your listeners just to go to robertreopel.com and they'll be actually able to get the ebook as our gift to them. And just for listening to your show. And, and I would love that. Now it does come with a caution. It's not just a book to read because that doesn't help anybody. If you read it, put it on the shelf, it becomes shelf help. That doesn't help anybody. It's actually designed as a workbook because the step number three is you have to take action in life. And so what I do is all the way through, I give action steps and I'll actually say, don't go to the next part of the book until you've done this action. And then when they start the next chapter, the first thing I say is if you didn't do the last action, stop reading right now, go back and complete the action, then read. And um, other than that, find me on Facebook. If you find my fan page, Robert Realpel fan page, follow me because I love just um, imparting any kind of knowledge I can as I travel around the world and, and help people. I've been blessed to, personally train over half a million people uh, to have greater finances in their life, find their inner power. And I just, I love why when I see the spark come on in someone's eyes, sometimes for the first time in years, that lights me up. It lights me up when I see that. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. That, that's, that's to me, that's when like I've had people reach out to me and say, Hey, listen, listening to that episode, Really, like I had a friend, I did a, a show with a friend of mine. He is killing the market in, in in New York City, the real estate market. And we just sat down and had a conversation on, on goal setting and everything we were doing and manifestation. And another friend of ours from high school listened to that episode and it inspired her, inspired her to go into business for herself. And when she sent me that message oh, and told amazing. me that, that was awesome. Oh. That like that right? just validated and, what I was and you doing. You don't know who you're going to impact. Yeah, yeah, you never know. And and the beautiful part is you never need to know. But when you do hear the story, you're like, wow, validation. Like you said, all of a sudden, okay, I'm on the right path, and yeah. that's awesome. I love that. Love it. But thank you once again. And now it's time for shout outs. So big shout out to my real wise family, Poppy J, Brandy J. Big shout out to my homie Chrissy Richards from from Cipher Knowledge with Chrissy. Big shout out to the boss lady Fina. I love you, baby. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. 
Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt, Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt, and a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash stuck in my mind. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out.